Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. This is Jeff Lindsay. This is Michael Pitt. Hey everybody, it's John Dudley from Knock On TV. Hey guys, this is Jared Scheffler from Whitetail Adrenaline. Hi, I'm Taylor Drury from Drury Outdoors. Hey, this is Nick Mutt from Bow Collector. Hey, this is Melissa Buckman. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter podcast. Working class bow hunter podcast. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. You're listening to the Working Class Bow Hunter. That's right. This is the podcast for Billy Joe Lunch Bucket, the working man, just like me and you. My name's Travis T. Bone Turner from the Bone Collector. Thank you for tuning in. It's really, really not that good. Episode number 137 of the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast right here at 1600 Buckslayer Place or right here in the beautiful Buckatorium, right here in lovely Sherrard, Illinois. Just uh, Kurt and Steve in the studio today. What's up? Feels lonesome. Hey, you know, but uh, hey, now that we got that uh, Iowa guy out of here, you know, it's time Just for us. Some. And our guest is from uh, Illinois as well. So. Oh, that's right. So nothing but big deer uh, killed here, if you will. But I guess. Hey, you know, it's uh, it is what it is, and uh, you know, Eric's actually uh, working, so um, can't blame him for that. Holding true to the name, he is. Um, speaking of working, man, we couldn't work this out with uh, without our wonderful partners. Starting off with uh, one sixty four outdoors. Give him a call three zero nine two two one two four two five. Ross Bigger is the guy you're going to talk to if you're in the Monmouth, Illinois area, and you're looking for a new or used elite bow or anything that the outdoor group carries. Go ahead and give him a call. So we're also giving out the phone number to the guy from Respect the Game on Sportsman's Channel there. So if you want to call <laughs> a celebrity, there you go. There's his number. Yeah, but He's... make sure. <laughs> <laughs> but I would just call him just to talk. I mean, you know, talk, 
talk, talk some turkey with him. You know what I'm saying? He sells uh, elite archery equipment, so uh, you might as well want to pick stuff up on there. Uh, Scent Crusher, ScentCrusher.com. I mean, if you don't know what Scent Crusher is, I mean, I don't really know why we need to explain it, like what's yeah. going on here, but they're awesome. Uh, from the, the closet to the bag, ozone that kills your human odor and whatever odor on your clothes and equipment and everything like that to keep you scent free in the woods. Yeah. Also, HHA Sports, um, Single Pin Nation. We had a listener today send us a message. He got his first single pin site from HHA. He's all excited about it. I don't think he has a bow to put on it yet, though, does he? I thought he said he did. I guess his birthday was like either yesterday, so maybe share some with Eric. But, uh, yeah, his, his old lady came through and uh, got him a single pin site. And um, he was talking about a bow he wants to put on. But, mm, you know, we need to have a conversation about that a little bit later. Yes, yes. So Aaron uh, Adkins. Also, no. Smith's Custom Meats and Deer Processing. Uh, Scott Smith has been slaving away processing deer into delicious meatloaves and sausage and jerky yeah. and all the goods. Uh, that's more of an advertisement for our local listeners in uh, Viola, Illinois. Um, love Scott and the Smith family and the product they put out because uh, it feeds us and, and we love it. So um, yeah. quick intro, kind of blasted through that um, for good reason. We're always running behind, it seems like, with our guests. Um, well, everybody wants to call and talk to Kurt, and then, you know, we get put behind. And Steve was actually on time today, so you know how that goes. I was on the phone talking preference points with... Talking uh, turkey. Yeah, yeah, on there talking turkey. With Scott from uh, HHA. So you, when, when duty calls, you know, you got to sit and talk about mm-hmm. hunting in uh, Arizona and New Mexico and other places that we dream about. Yeah. Um, that's really all I have. You got a vet yeah. shout out? Uh, the vet shout I want to do, um, I want to bring up that, uh, Dark Horse Lodge actually broke ground on, uh, on where they're going to be building. So they're making steps in the right direction. Go check out darkhorselodge.org. You can donate. Um, they'd love to have your donations. You can go to, uh, you know, find them on social media. When you buy whatever on Amazon, you go to smile.amazon.com, select them. A uh, portion of those proceeds are going to go to Dark Horse Lodge. So, peaceful combat retreat for, uh, I'm sorry, a peaceful retreat for combat veterans. I say a peaceful combat retreat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not what oh, it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, those guys are going to be, uh, don't want to go there if, uh, you know, you're trying to relax. But, um, yeah, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be a good deal. So, um, we're going to plug on through. We've got, uh, Matt from Acubo. Um, I know you guys have seen Acubo everywhere. It's worthy of a great conversation, which is why he's here. And uh, we have one in the studio, and uh, they're pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, we've been playing around with it. It's a it's a cool tool. We're going to get into that with Matt here, and uh, we'll see you on the other side. All right. Thanks, guys, for listening. All right. So on the phone with us, we've got uh, Matt Pell from Acubo. And if you don't know what Acubo is, either you've been living under a rock or this is the first time you've been on uh, any form of social media. Matt, how you doing? Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Oh, the pleasure's all ours. Anytime someone wants to call and actually talk to us, we're more than happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, uh, I'm I'm willing to talk about whatever you need to talk about, anything archery, acubo, bow hunting, fitness related, let's do it. Well, we'll skip the fitness because I am uh, quite a plump man. He's fitting this whole beer in his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> let's talk about uh, what is acubo and how did it all start? Yeah, so... Uh, the Acubo is um, what I believe and what uh, what many others in the archery industry are, are coming to find to be the uh, most advanced archery training aid ever developed. And, um, you know, really the reason, uh, the, the really just um, 
generated through my own passion for bow hunting and archery and uh, fitness and uh, really just combining those passions into a product that I, I feel like everybody who's a serious, avid archer or bow hunter um, can benefit from. Um, I think that there's a, uh, a definite need and a want for the product in the industry right now. Um, you see people like Cameron Haynes um, really, really pushing the the whole uh, train training to hunt um, mentality, and uh, I think it's important um, if if we really want to be successful as bow hunters to um, make that a priority in our training. And um, you know, we're certainly not advocating against uh, shooting your bow any less. And um, you know, we in, in fact we we hope that you you would be inspired to shoot your bow even more. Um, but you know, there's certain things that the AccuBow can provide any bow hunter, or any um, archer with that uh, will help you shoot your bow better, and that's that's really what it's all about. Now, um, you know, we'll get uh, we'll get right into it. You know, there's um there's a lot of skeptics out there that you know would say. Well, I don't need that. You know, I could just shoot my bow every day. Well, you know, not a lot of people have that luxury of being able to go to a range and say you work third shift or whatever, you know, um, and you just you can't make it to to any ranges. I mean, this is an absolutely perfect tool for, if you know, even if you live in an apartment where making it to a range isn't isn't yeah, every day is a, is a reality, this is a really nice tool to get you to, to build up those muscles because, you know... It, Shooting a bow, you you use a lot of different muscles that you think. I mean, he, he can lift weights all day, but drawing a bow back is completely different. So, you know, using this, you know, I feel like is going to be great because when you do finally get to be able to go to the range, you're going to want to fling probably 200, 300 arrows if, you know, you're really that passionate, but you can't make it to the range. Um, you know, is that is that what one of the factors is for you for, for wanting to do this, or um, or am I just coming out of left field? No, no, I completely agree. Um, you know, yeah, there are a lot of people uh, that, I want to say a lot of people, there's certainly not a lot of people that are able to shoot their bows every day. But um, really, the you know, one big criticism that we do get is, is just shoot your bow. Just go out and shoot your bow. You know, it, it sounds so easy, right, to just say, hey, just shoot your bow. And, uh, of course, that's that's just not always possible for many reasons you know we all live busy lives outside of hunting season and even during hunting season and um you know always getting to the range or, or shooting your bow isn't isn't always a, a possibility maybe maybe the weather is bad outside you can't get outside to shoot your bow you're not able to shoot in your house uh, of course most people aren't if uh they don't have the space or whatever but um there's there's uh you know a lot of reasons why shooting your bow isn't isn't just uh, a quick answer you know so right. um and and not only that you know to the people that shoot their bow every day you know that's awesome i mean i i wish i could shoot my bow every day but the nearest archery range to me is 30 minutes away and uh it's actually illegal for me to uh discharge a bow it's considered a firearm within city ordinance um i live in a highly populated neighborhood houses are you know within 15 yards apart of each other and uh 
yeah, I have about 20, 25 yards in my backyard I can get out and shoot, but then, you know, I'm getting weird looks from the neighbors and things like that. So <laughs> it's, for me, I, I have to be at an archery range if I'm going to shoot my bow. And, uh, it's, it's tough sometimes for me to get there. Um, but, but for the people that are able to shoot their bows every day, you know, here's one thing that a lot of people don't realize. Let's say you're shooting your bow every day. You, you've got your bow maxed out at 70 pounds, right? You know, in your mind, uh, right off the bat, maybe you're thinking the Acubow is, it, it has no place in your training regimen. Well, here's the thing. When you're pulling a 70 pound bow, um, a 70 pound compound, your bow lets off 70 to 85%, uh, let off at full draw, which means that you're really only holding about 10, maybe 20, 20 pounds, uh, at full draw. You know, that kind of load, uh, is, is not a physically straining load on our muscles. It's not pushing our muscles past the point of exertion to where we're really, really building up those stability muscles and those, uh, strength muscles and, you know, those stamina muscles. We're not really efficiently building those muscles up in shooting, uh, a 70 pound bow with let off. And, and that's the point, right? Let off is meant to make it easier on yourself, but it's still not necessarily easy by any means, but, um, it, it's just, it's not, we're not pushing ourselves past the point of exertion to where we're, we're really efficiently, uh, you know, training those muscles. Right. So, and that, that's why Pope and Young puts an asterisk next to you. <laughs> I don't think they yeah. do the asterisk anymore. <laughs> if you kill a, a record book animal with a compound or yeah. over 75% let off, I think Pope and Young used to put yeah. an asterisk next to your name no, but, when it but, went in the book. But, but do you hear that right now? That's all the haters being silenced. <laughs> you know, it's, it is, it, it really is a, um, you know, because you, you want to practice harder than you, um, than you play or train harder than you, uh, than you, you know, I hear you what you're wanna, saying. <laughs> yeah. You always want to go above and beyond. And with, with the let off that these bows have, I know like when we're, you know, the bows that, uh, I was shooting, especially the elite, it's like, you know, the impulse 34, it's like holding back nothing. And, that's all well and good. Um, it's a very comfortable shot, but why wouldn't you want to, uh, you know, be as as as, uh, uh, as as fit as you can? I mean, you, you want to go well, just prepared, in case. But yeah, the thing is, be like, prepared. What appealed to the Acubo for me is one: I'm in in between bows right now. I don't actually own a bow right at this moment, and I'm out of shooting shape with winter and work and the podcast and everything else we're working on. It's like we said, busy lives. So I can crank on this Acu bow, and the cool thing I thought was was really awesome. If you get a new release and you're you feel uncomfortable drawing an arrow and you're afraid of like a back tension release, mm-hmm. you can use this to practice your back tension release and crank it down to where it's it's heavier poundage when you pull it back and actually practice uh, almost in a sense like blind bail shot execution and. And target panic can almost be erased with this uh, from my experience of only having this thing for a couple of weeks and kind of toying with it. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, you know, uh, I was going to, I was thinking about switching to a back tension release um, about two months ago. And uh, so I, so I went out and I, I bought one and, um, and I was testing it on the Acubo one day and I, and then I realized I, I, don't like back tension releases. I'm just, I'm not comfortable with them. So I, I went and returned it, but you know, I mean, it was, it was easy for me to just 
test it right there, you know, mm-hmm. quickly, you know, just get 10, 15 dry fires in to know that I, I don't think I'm going to feel comfortable with this release. But, um, so anyways, yeah, I mean, the, the AccuBoat does not have any let off. So you can adjust yeah. it from 10, 10 to 70 pounds. Um, and if you've ever pulled back a 70 pound bow with let off, uh, or I'm, I'm sorry, without let off, uh, you would know that, that the AccuBoat dialed in at 70 pounds is, is no easy feat for anybody. I don't care how strong you are. It's a beast of a, it's a beast of a workout. And, um, so, yeah, it's it's kind of like uh, I relate it to swinging a baseball bat with a uh, with a weight on it. You know, you see batters they're in the in the um, on deck circle and they're they're swinging a baseball bat with a weight on it, and then they drop that weight off, and the bat just feels like a feather in their hands, right? Mm-hmm. We always well, called it the it's, donut. It's, it's 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 the same it's the same concept with uh, you know training with the AccuBoat. Let's say you're training at 30, 40, 50 pounds of holding weight. You know, that's three, four, five times the amount that you're used to holding with a, a standard compound bow. So then when you go back to, to shooting your compound bow, you're just able to keep that, keep your bow at full draw that much steadier. You know, it, archery is such a precision sport. And if we can effectively reduce our pin float, even if it's so minute, if we can effectively reduce that amount, the amount that our pin is floating around, hovering over our target, we're just going to be able to be that much more accurate, that much more consistent. Mm-hmm. We're going to be able to shoot better at longer distances. You know, of course, our pin float is magnified that much greater uh, the longer that we're shooting, the longer distances that we're shooting at. And, you know, you mentioned target panic. Well, let's get right down to it. What, what causes target panic? In my opinion, I think target panic is caused by um, too much pin float. Basically, your pin is floating around on your target, and you're really just guessing of when that pin is gonna is gonna hover over your target. You're just guessing and 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 hoping that you guessed right and trying to pull through your trigger at that moment. Right, right, and that kind of that's that's what I think causes target panic. Yeah, target and, panic. Uh, so, I think it goes from anything from like what you're getting at is fatigue to um, anticipation to I mean, target panics like figuring out death wobble on a jeep. There's an equation. It could be a hundred thousand <laughs> different things, but yeah, most time I think it's fatigue and uh, anticipation would be the top two if I had to say myself. Yes, yes, I agree. So, you know, if we can effectively train with the Acubo, I think I, if there's anybody out there still kind of wondering what the Acubo is, it's an adjustable training tool. It, it looks like a bow. It feels like a bow. You can uh, dial in the resistance anywhere from 10 to 70 pounds. You can dry fire it as we were talking about. But um, the, the unique thing is that we've got the built-in laser on yes. the front of the Acubo, which uh, it allows you to monitor your stability control. So... Unlike a pin sitting, you know, two feet in front of your face, um, you've got that laser that is that is hitting whatever target, whatever you may be aiming at. And the cool thing is, is that anything can really become a target as long as you can pick it out and focus on it. Um, you can you can see visibly uh, exactly how steady or exactly how in steady you are with that laser, which of course, would, would be translating into uh, you being able to hold your pin steady on a target. Yeah, that's been a uh, that's been a real fun thing that we've been doing after podcast or whatever, you know. We try and crank this thing, you know, me, Kurt, and Eric, we just crank it, and then, you know, we pull back and, like, 
you know, trying who can hold it on a door handle the longest. Well, what we did uh, last week after we did a podcast, Matt, I have a full mount turkey on a limb, like oh, goblin, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, hold that laser head on the turkey head or the laser point on like, the turkey head. Yeah, in and the we'll eye. see. Yeah, in the eye or whatever it may be, pick out something small on the turkey head and see. You can draw back and hold it there the steadiest, and it, it's <laughs> it's when, a, when you crank it down, it's tough, man. <laughs> yeah, man. We were yeah. There was points where you know we'd be shaking so bad, and it's just a. You know, it's a nice reality that, um, you know, this is something that that is going to challenge you. It is going to build those muscles, so that you know when it's uh, say when it's frigid cold, you know, you're you you know you're just so strong that you can just pull back anything. You know, it's I enjoy it. It's a fun little uh, little deal, but there's there's so much benefit um, that can come from it, which leads into my yeah. next question. And this is this is for specifically Matt. Now you're gonna tell me how to how to train with this. Say you're getting ready to put out your Billy Blanks DVD. What is the training regimen? What do you recommend? How do you recommend others use this? Sure. So, um, well, I guess I guess it's a little bit different for everybody, right? So, uh, my morning routine. This is this is my daily routine. I would say I, I go through this routine five days a week. I wake up at five a.m. I go to the gym and I, I work the Acubo into my workouts at the gym. I just I use the Acubo at the gym. Um, I would say I'm able to shoot my bow maybe three or four times a week, and uh, that that typically takes place in the evening after work um, or or on my lunch break. I'll I'll run out to the range if the weather's all right. Um, so, but what when I'm using the Acubo when I'm training with it, um, I like to mix up my my strength days from my stamina and stability days. So basically, um, I'll I'll rotate those, and and one day I'll be, you know, really working on heavy poundages with the Acubo. Really, just I mean, keeping that laser steady on my target is almost um, nearly nearly impossible. At, you know, 50, 60, 70 pounds training at these, these heavy poundages. But really what I'm more focused on is, is, um, just trying to build my strength in those, in, uh, those muscle groups. And, you know, I'm always making sure that I'm hitting both sides to stay balanced because I, I think that's important. Um, especially for injury prevention, you know, those people mm-hmm. shooting hundreds, hundreds of arrows a day. Um, that's, I mean, that's good, but, you know, let's be mindful of the fact that you're really just pulling from one side every day, every day, every day, hundreds of arrows that, that adds up. And if you're really, if you're not training your other side, you know, you're, you're, you're putting yourself at a potential risk of, of injury. And, you know, you could talk to any sports doctor, any physical therapist, and they'll, they'll tell you the exact same thing. So, um, but getting back to what I was saying was, you know, I hit both sides. I work in my strength days at heavy poundages. Um, and then I, I rotate between those days and days where I'm really just focusing on my stability, working closer to uh, normal holding weights that I would experience with my compound bow. Um, I'm working on uh, stamina, number, number two, um, really trying to hold for long periods of time. You know, as a bow hunter, I often get in situations where and and if you if you haven't been in a situation like this, you're going to be. I can almost guarantee it if you're an avid bow hunter. Uh, but we get in situations where 
will be drawn back on an animal um, because we have we have to take that opportunity to draw back on the animal. Maybe they're pretty close to us, and um, we have to hold that draw for maybe 30 seconds, 45 seconds, maybe up to a minute, maybe even longer than that. I've heard stories of people saying that they've had to hold for longer than that, you know, before the animal actually presents that opening to take a shot at their vitals. And so um, if you've ever held a bow back for that long, you you know your muscles just start shaking, you, your pin is is uh, going crazy, hovering all over the place. And, um, you know, I mean, if, if you're not able to keep your bow steady in situations like that, you're, you're probably going to have a lot of missed shots, um, at, at trophies. And so that's, that's obviously not good. Um, so I'll work on, on stability days, stamina days, lower poundage, uh, increased holding times, and, um, you know, on those days, I'll also try to work in, uh, work on my mechanics and, and, uh, focus a little bit more on dry firing and just trying to get those reps in. And, and, uh, you know, when I'm working on my mechanics, I like to just separate one thing at a time. So maybe I'll, I'll do 10 dry fires, just really focusing on holding my follow through. And then maybe, uh, you know, another 10 where I'm really just focusing on, on pulling through the trigger, uh, or I'm, I'm sorry, extending through the trigger and not, not punching the trigger. Mm-hmm. Um, just things like that, you know, uh, working on my head posture, working on my back tension. Um, so like I said, I like to rotate those days, uh, throughout the week, maybe one day strength, one day mechanics, one day, uh, stamina stability, uh, just keep a nice, a nice mix. Um, you know, we've got certain, I've got certain workouts that I like to do to, uh, kind of unique workouts where basically I'll hang a weight. I'll, of course, you can attach a stabilizer to the Acubo. So I'll hang a weight off of the Acubo. And so it'll be around 10 pounds or so that I'm, that I'm holding. And, uh, it, it really puts a lot of stress on that, that front holding arm, which of course is, uh, you know, your front holding arm is, is important for stability and being able to keep your bow steady and uh, being able to hold your bow drawn back for given amounts of time like we were just talking about. So um, I'll do things like that. I'll work on, like, uh, I'll vary my um, range of motion where maybe I'll do half reps or quarter reps, really just focusing on the... Uh, the uh, the portion of my draw where I, I get closest to uh, full draw. So basically where, where right before where your cans start to break and roll over, mm-hmm. um, that's, that's where a lot of people get stuck in pulling their bow back. You know, it's, it's right, right at that point where your cans want to roll over. That's where I see the most people get stuck. And uh, so I'll do like half reps with the Acubo, what, what I call them. And where basically I let down halfway and just rep out, um, rep out where I let down halfway and, and come back to full draw, and uh, so that that really helps with that breaking through your breaking through your cam rollover is important, I think, because uh, as a bow hunter, you know, the smoother you can be with your draw, the less movement you can make with your body getting getting your bow drawn back, um, the the more stealth you're going to be. You know, the yeah. animals, the deer can pick out movements. That may be you the biggest not, thing you, out, yeah. out of this episode, yeah. honestly. In my opinion, as bow hunters, you know, it's, I had a bucket six yards this year and 
if I wasn't able to pull my bow straight back without doing like a high draw, mm. I would have been pegged all day. You know, like being yeah. able to pull your bow straight back like you're supposed to. And not <laughs> yeah. only that, it's safer. You know, if you're at a public range or a 3D shoot or an indoor shoot, you're not putting arrows. I mean, you get a guy that has to do a high draw with a back tension. Yeah. He lets that baby loose. It's going through lights. It's hitting ceilings. They're looking <laughs> straight up in the air, pulling back and down. Yeah. It's, that's, yeah. it's safer, know, too. It makes you a safer archer. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I... I see a lot of people do the high draw. I see the high draw. It's either it's either the high draw where you're basically swinging it from a vertical position, oh, no. drawing your bow, <laughs> or or I see people where they basically have their elbow collapse inward, and and uh, I mean it. I, I cringe when I see it because you're really putting yourself at risk of injury too in, in drawing your bow like that. If you can't hold your arms, if you can't hold your holding arms straight out with your elbow high and and smoothly draw your bow back you're you're overdrawing you're you're drawing back too much weight in my opinion yeah um and and so uh i i would i would say to people that that draw their bows back like that i would say let's let's get you an acubo yeah i'd say i go to acubo.com and buy you one (laughs) well the thing is it's like a lot of people get hung up on like, for instance, there's a, well, I'll just use, use this as an example. Where I work, there's a couple of guys that are newer into archery, and they get hung up on the draw weight number. Oh, I need to draw 75 pounds. I need a bow with 75 pounds. Well, it's like, well... It, but dude, Cam Haynes does it. It's like, well, here's the thing. Like, <laughs> You need to start out at what you're comfortable with and build your way up to something that you can get mm-hmm. good at and you're accurate with. And, you know, over, starting at um, a weight... That's way too much for you is going to develop a heavy, yes. heavy amount of target panic. Yes, yes. So basically, you just need to start out. But the cool thing, like, is there a way to tell what poundage you're at with the Acubo? Yep, yep. So on the back of our packaging, we've got a uh, resistance chart. Um, it's also included in the user's manual that comes inside the packaging there. But uh, basically, you find your draw length, whatever your draw length is. And um, you match it with the amount of uh, revolutions that you've rotated our resistance dial from the starting point, and uh, then you'll be able to figure out uh, roughly about what what poundage you're training at. See, so um, that'll be really beneficial for some of the newer guys in archery. Get this when you get your bow, and you can train yourself, and you're not going to start off on bad habits. Like if you're that concerned about poundage. This is the thing you need to yeah. use and use it often because... Or buy the AccuBow before you even buy a bow. You know, that's an option also, too. <laughs> you know? It's uh, it's definitely... It's it's a, a product that I don't feel like gets enough love in the industry. And, and maybe it gets more love than I realize, Matt. And, and I don't mean to... I'm not trying to come at you in a negative way at all. I think this is this product has all positives in it. And uh, it, from shot execution to poundage mm-hmm. to just making people better shots and well and i, and I think it's going to be like um I, there is there are the haters out there you know there's the guys who are saying ah oh, you could just shoot your bow well you know let's uh let's take it from uh from a gun perspective i mean you know one of the most effective training ways to like um you know my glock 23 that i used to have um the best way to be able to to shoot properly is you you do the you make sure it's unloaded and you're in a safe place and you put a penny on top and you, you know, squeeze the trigger. 
it's it's executing things when you're not just at the range all the time, you know, blowing money. You got to have something that you can work on at home, you know, whether it be um and I think this does a really good job of replacing the the old paracord with a release. Uh, I mean, I think you actually get a better feel without well, you get the draw feel, you yeah, get the you poundage get the, feel, and then you get the full yeah. squeeze through, let off, yeah. pull with your back, back tension, and let it loose. I it's, mean, I think I, I do think it's a good tool on those guys. It's who, blind bail shooting. It is blind bail shooting. You know, you got them guys who are saying, well, just go shoot your bow, you know. But, again, like we've explained, sometimes it's not always beneficial. You know, you need to do a little bit of extra things. I mean, you know, if you're going to be in a powerlifting competition, you're not just going to go, ah, just go lift 400 pounds every day. You know, you got to work up to it. <laughs> you know, you're not Ric yeah. Flair. You're not just going to be able to pick up 400 pounds and be the 16-time world champion. You know, you got to work up to it. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And, and um, I, I I get it. You know, people are sensitive about shooting their bows and they, they're prideful about shooting their bows and and look, I get it. We we like shooting our bows too. Like I I agree, you should definitely shoot your bow. <laughs> you know, right. not advocating. We're not advocating against shooting your bow by any means. Um, that's that's not the point of the AccuBow. The AccuBow is to be used as a supplement uh, in shooting your bow because when we get right down to it, what allows you to be effective with a bow in your hands? Your strength and pulling your bow back. Your stability and holding your bow at full draw steadily, um, your shooting stamina, you know, if if your groups start spreading out after 10, 15, 20 arrows, um, you know, that's not good. Matt, I got a question uh, for you, man. A serious question here. <laughs> what happens when yeah. at the ASA shoots, they start testing for Acubo? <laughs> when they're like, yo, oh you, you just shot too many, too many 14s. We need to test you for Acubo. <laughs> They're they're not even gonna they're not even gonna um they're not even gonna have a test. It's just gonna be a visual thing. They're gonna see that that shooter walk into his lane. They're gonna look at his arms. They're gonna be like, <laughs> "Yep, that guy that guy trains with the Acubo." We need uh, to get dude, Darren Christianberry. Darren Christianberry this year is killing it. Oh boy, if, he is. I wonder if he has an Acubo. We need to we need to hook you up with Darren Christianberry. Get him an Acubo out there. He's already killing yeah. it. Imagine imagine if he had one. That dude be ASA yeah. shooter of the year of the next umpteenth years. I uh, We love Darren Christianberry. He's our favorite dude in our church. We do. That was the first thing I thought, too. I was sitting there holding on the target. I'm like, man, I'm be just like Darren here pretty soon. I mean, with, with the laser and everything, and you got a level on there, which is nice. That's going to eliminate a lot of bad habits of torquing, too, because you got the level right there um, that you can see. You know, that that was one thing we didn't cover yet. Well, and the grip feels like a real bow grip. Yes. So when you're pulling back, man, you're going to eliminate a lot of bad habits. And, I, you know, if it were me and I were you, so if it weren't me, but if I were you, I would get you an AccuBow. I would work with that for a couple of couple weeks before you even pick up your bow. You know, put it down. Work with it. You know, see if you can knock any bad habits out with this. Then go shoot your bow. I think you would have fantastic results i just I, I like what's going on with this man i don't want to run you short on time matt um but i would i do want to talk about the uh rick carone signature yes. acubo yeah yeah so um uh rick is a good friend of ours and um of course if if you don't know uh rick carone's story he uh 
he was diagnosed with uh, stage four pancreatic cancer four years ago, um, was given a 15% chance to live past one year. Um, and uh, that was just one year after his diagnosis uh, with that 15% chance. And of course, here we are four years later. And so um, Rick is really, really just defying all odds right now. Um, but anyways, uh, if you've been in tune with the outdoor industry, you likely know who Rick is and uh, you know the type of person he is. You know how many people in this industry support him. Everyone um, loves him, and, man. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, man, he's just uh, he's a great guy. And um, it's when, when I... When we launched the company, uh, we actually launched the company with uh, the Rick Lone uh, Signature Series Acubos. So those were actually the first Acubos available for sale. Um, and uh, we donate $50 for every sale of the Rick Lone Acubos um, that are ordered on our website. Uh, we donate $50 to the Team Cologne Foundation. Uh, the Team Cologne Foundation does not actually directly benefit Rick. It was a foundation created in his name um, that Rick uh, wanted to create to help out um, with children that are battling cancer because Rick's always had the philosophy that, you know, he's got the strength and the will and the fight to uh, fight his own battles, but um, children that get diagnosed with cancer and have to go through that battle um, you know, they're at a severe disadvantage uh, mm -hmm. in, in fighting in fighting something like that. And so uh, that's what this foundation is all about, uh, helping families with uh, gifts of hope, uh, scholarships, and also uh, cancer research. So it's, awesome. it's, it's honestly an unbelievable cause, and we're, we're, you know, we're happy to do it. And, um, yeah, so if you, if you want to take advantage of that, our Rick Corona Activos, they come with a uh, purple... Um, purple AccuBand in support of pancreatic cancer, as well as a um, signature Rick Rohn wristling, which is also uh, purple with um, some custom design um, that you can use on your AccuBow or you could use on any bow for that matter. Um, and so, yeah, it's awesome. uh, yeah, definitely a valuable purchase. Oh, good. Yeah, I just yes, want to get sir. the website. It's teamcoronefoundation.org, um, you know, and they can always take donations. They're a 501c3 nonprofit. Uh, it, you know, it's a win-win. I mean, you know, you not only get to strengthen yourself as a bow hunter, but, you know, you buy this one and, you know, some money's going to go to help uh, sick kids. So, you know, why wouldn't you? I mean, honestly, right. every yeah. listener out there needs to needs to go. You go to acubow.com. They're right there on the website, and it's just a, it, it goes to a good cause. It benefits everybody involved. I'm a huge fan. Yeah, it says a lot about a company and uh, the people behind it when you do stuff like that. And well, that's that type of stuff hits a soft spot for us, everyone at the podcast, and everyone yeah. that's uh, our listener. I'll even say our listeners and everyone involved is anything for anything to do with that cancer and anything with children and um, veterans, especially too, is. Um, we, that's our soft spot here yeah. at the podcast. So we start to get all sorts of teary eyed. So we got to just squeeze it down and, and drink well, a little, it's a little dusty in here. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's my eyes are, I got the, uh, it's the allergies, man. But, uh, so thanks for that, Matt. Definitely. Um, real quick. The, the, yeah. You know, I, I want to say one more thing too yeah. about that. Uh, Rick is actually starting up another round of chemo. 
this week. So, uh, and he just had stent surgery yesterday. So if, uh, it, you can go on Rick's Instagram handle or Facebook page. I'm sure any any little note of uh, support, prayers. Uh, I know I know he sees all that, so you know that would uh, probably help him out at this time. At this time right now, and I'm sure he'd appreciate it. Yeah, and uh, SheepShape.com. He's still uh, he's still with those guys, right? Or uh, the sheep you know, the, the he, show? Uh, well, well, yeah, he he was with SheepShape. Um, he's gotten to a point where it's just uh, too hard for him mm-hmm. to know whether he can go on his hunts. Um, you know, uh, these hunts that have to be planned so far in advance and, uh, his health is, is too up in the air. Uh, it's too invariable for him to know whether he can go on the hunt. So he ended up, uh, he, he's not with sheep shape anymore, but, um, yeah, they're still, there's, they're still running, uh, episodes with him with him featured when when he was going on their hunts okay yeah right. and i wasn't 100% sure i mean you know i know with with his uh situation that he's got going on yeah it's got to be really tough to be like hey in march can he be here well you know I'll, I'll see how i'm feeling the weeks up to it but um yeah i i was curious about that i wasn't 100% sure All right so get over to his social media um rick's social media and give him some love and and show your support um Two questions for you, Matt, and then if uh, we got to wrap it up, we'll go ahead and wrap it up. So uh, one is, uh, will there ever be an Acubo for more than 70 pounds? And then what (laughs) is next for Acubo? Will there ever be an Acubo over 70 pounds? Um, You know, we could do it for sure. It's it's not something that is, uh, it's not something that we couldn't do, but I we won't create an Acubo over 70 pounds until I see with my own eyes somebody using the Acubo at 70 pounds like it's nothing. Campaigns? <laughs> <It's>, it's, <laughs> uh, I would like to see him use it at 70 pounds. I, if, if, if he can, if he can make, if he can make us look silly with the Acubo at, at 70 pounds. Really? We'll come out with one. We'll, we'll come out with one just for him. The Cam Haynes we'll, edition, ninety pounds and up. Go ahead. Go, yeah, yeah. go ahead and send him over the working class bow hunter Acubo challenge. The Cam Haynes seventy pound. I want to see him full draw that bitch at full blown <laughs> at seventy pounds, and I want to see him hold that thing on an X at twenty yards with a rock one, with a hundred fifty pound rock on his back. Yeah, for one minute. <laughs> straight <laughs> hey all yeah hey and people hey you know what hey check this out people throw donations at it can he do it all proceeds go to the rick carone foundation.org that's perfect <laughs> we're on to something exactly. hey if, if he let's do it he can't back out now like the challenge has been put out there it's out there for yep. everybody to hear so everyone tag when this episode goes up tag Cameron Haynes on this, and we should get this going because that could be really cool. Cameron, why would he, he not, start? Why would he not do it? He better start hammering soon. <laughs> I mean, I honestly, there's there's a good chance he can he can make us look silly, but <laughs> if he can do it, we'll we'll come out with what we'll be, we'll beef up an Acubo, we'll design one all beefed up for him, and we'll make it go up to a hundred pounds. Yeah, no I'm I'm just thinking what kind of hot sauce I want to. Uh, use with the crow that I'm about to eat. So <laughs> I think it might just be Louisiana hot sauce. <laughs> Matt, is there anything um, we missed, man, that you need to add to this podcast? No, man, I think we covered most of the bases. Um, you know, uh, I think we, we covered uh, 
what I really wanted to touch on was some of the skepticism out there about, you know, training with the AccuBow versus just shooting your bow. Um, so I'm glad we, we hammered that home. Um, and uh, you, you asked what's, what's next for AccuBow. You know, we're, uh, we've got some projects in the works. Um, we're going to be coming out with a, uh, a fitness program here pretty soon, a digital, a digital fitness program. Um, so, you know, I think one thing out there, uh, with, with all this fitness talk and all of this nutrition talk and everything out there, uh, you know, training to hunt right now, who's got the training programs? We've got some training programs that we're going to come out with and, uh, you know, be very easy for people to follow using the Acubo, not just Acubo workouts, but, but literally just complete workout programs. So, Mm. um, yeah, be on the lookout for that pretty soon here. There you go, Steve. uh, Yeah. Yeah. uh, yeah. I'll I'll check it out. (laughs) Yeah. Awesome, man. So, uh, uh, other other than that, I think that about covers it. For sure. Awesome. Well, yeah. Hey, you know, we, uh, we got to know Acubo. We didn't get to know Matt. The man behind the uh, behind the phone. Um, You're welcome back anytime. That's setting up a second episode. So the next episode you come back on, we're gonna talk. Uh, we're gonna talk, honey. We want to get to know you, but maybe we can get you in studio for that one. You're you're not far from us. Couple hours. Yeah, you're a local Illinois boy. Yeah, no problem. I'll uh, I'll I'll go to your studio. Just uh, just schedules schedule's hard right now man. tight it'll Maybe, have to be but, next uh, fall buddy we'll, we'll, we'll get a, we'll get something going but i will tell you this yeah every person that we have in studio we will hang this acubone here with pride and then we will crank that baby down to 70 pounds and see what they got let's see what they got man i want to hear what the best times are we will they gotta keep it within a uh uh i'm gonna say a, a three inch circle for um about 15 feet away from the target, 70 pounds. Okay. Okay. And guess what? Guess what? If they can't do it, you can't do it for three minutes. Kurt, we'll set this up. If you cannot, if you come in studio and we'll crank that to 70 pounds, and if you cannot hold it in that for more than three minutes, 15 bucks has to go to Team Corona Foundation. <laughs> we'll, we'll keep a running list of every yeah. guest in the studio, and you got to give it a shot. And we'll, we'll put that on our Snapchat, which is WCB, WCB Podcast. There you go. So we'll do the story yep. there, and we'll save all the videos so we can upload them. That's a good yeah. idea, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> y'all, y'all are going to raise a lot of money doing that. I'm telling. Oh, hey, I bet. Three <laughs> I minutes bet. is a long time, son. We should do. We give them a little yeah, bit of a right. chance, but we want to make them money. Nuh-uh, so. dude, seventy pounds, three minutes. If you think you can do it, you know who I'm calling out first? Garrett from Last Breath. Yeah, he's a big dude. That I, dude is swole. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, guys. We'll. Uh, I appreciate you having me, and uh, yeah, let's do it again. I'm looking forward to it. If we're going to be talking hunting next time, let's plan for like a uh, two-hour segment because I, I like I like talking about hunting. Let's do it, buddy. That can happen. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thanks for the AccuBow, man. We appreciate you. Thanks, everyone, for listening. You know what to do. Go shoot your bow or train with the AccuBow. Either way is fine. There you go.